the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Still broadcasting live from their homes, sporting some lovely flannel pajamas. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Hey, I'm pretty pumped. I should say we're pretty pumped to talk to this guy. Five-time New York Times bestselling author, Eric Metaxas. Eric, how are you? I hate the New York Times, and I'm swell. <laughs> I'm swell. How are you? I couldn't, I, you know, I can't read it uh, anymore. We g- yeah. got rid of our subscription, but um, that's okay because I have a cap. I do have a copy of Das Kapital by <laughs> Karl Marx. You know, same, same, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All and, right. And Rick, you forgot to mention that he's close personal friend of Mike Lindell, who's standing behind yes. him back there. I don't yes. know if you saw that. Yes, Mike Lindell, uh, he hovers behind me, making sure that I say, use the code Eric. Use yes. the code Eric. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. There Eric Axis uh, also has uh, uh, his own show on the Salem Network. Uh, you can hear it at 2 p.m. Monday through Friday on 590 and uh, 10 p.m. on uh, 970. And his new book is called Fish Out of Water, Search for the Meaning of Life. It's a, a memoir. And what would you say you look back about 22 years? I saw the interview with you and Pastor, Pastor Alan Jackson, which was awesome. Oh, yeah, he's great. That's yeah, Murfreesboro yeah. World Outreach Church. No, I basically it's the story of the first 25 years of my life. And the reason that I stopped at age 25 is because um I that's when I had my like major conversion experience and it's a miracle and it happened and it was so wild that because I didn't think it was possible for that to happen. I just thought intelligent, educated people can never know if the Bible is true or if Jesus is real or, you know, and I and I was skeptical uh, for a long, long time. So God had to punch a hole through the sheetrock and say, hey, hey, I'm out here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that's the end of the book. The book before that is kind of my insane stories. A lot of it is very funny because it's true. I tell the true stories of growing up. My dad is Greek from Greece. My mom's German from Germany. And to grow up in an European immigrant household, you know, working class European immigrant, salt of the earth, uh, but really hard to communicate when neither parent understands the language of the other. So they speak, you know, English and I'm there as an interpreter full time. So it was kind of, it kind of some funny stuff. Yeah. That would be interesting if you had two parents who spoke two totally different languages and then they had to combine and, and yeah, that would be hard. I don't Yeah. Well, it's hard on me. It's what messed me up. I just want you to know. I blame, <laughs> I blame them totally. At least totally. you're owning that. So it's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Eric Metaxas on the show. We love having him. Uh, I think Pastor Alan Jackson said that the book is filled with humor wrapped in truth. Uh, a lot of funny stories. Uh, good stuff. Let me ask you this. Uh, what do you like best, writing, television, or radio? You know, Honestly, I I don't know. I, I really feel I'm one of those freakish uh, creatures who I've had to make peace with the fact that 
I enjoy doing a number of different things. Most writers are writer writers. You know, they just spend their time writing and they're not that good in front of the camera, maybe, or in front of or, or, or talking about talking to audiences. I really enjoy both. And writing is hard work. So there's a lot of times I don't enjoy it. But uh, it's it's just a gift that God has given me to communicate. And I. I, you know, I never thought I'd, I'd write my story uh, the way that I did. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I just wanted to tell the faith component, you know. Mm-hmm. So some people think of it as a faith biography. It's not really. It's it's a crazy literary biography, which, again, I think most of it is funny. It's meant to be entertaining and crazy. It's all true. But the 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 end of it is just so insane. I said, look, this happened. I, people need to understand how I got to be where I am today. And if you need to know, here it is. So I, I I really enjoyed reading it, but I, I love speaking in front of crowds. I do it a lot. I'll be in Dallas this weekend. And I, I, I enjoy, I preach in churches and I speak, uh, uh, you know, everywhere else. And so I really, I kind of enjoy everything. Hopefully I could also hate everything, but, but usually I enjoy everything. (laughs) And see, this is the good thing is you have a personality. So many authors don't have much of a personality and you do. (laughs) I could be faking it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't don't know if it's my personality or if I'm, I'm, I'm pretending, but that's, that's a bigger story. We don't need to get into that. So was, was it different for you writing about yourself? Because like when you write about Bonhoeffer, there's so much you can research and dig into when you're writing about yourself you're going, I guess, off of memories and stuff. How was it hard? There's no previous biographies of Eric Metaxas that I could consult. So exactly. All See? Original research. <laughs> I had to go to the archives in uh, in Spain and in Italy. <laughs> and no, honestly, it is so crazy to tell your story because it's 100% memories. And I remember, you know, I have a good memory, and I and there's a lot of stuff in there that uh, people say, "How did you remember this?" And it's like, I don't know. You remember what you remember, and you forget what you forget, but. I guess it was an extraordinary experience because, first of all, there's an element of hubris, arrogance in telling your story. Who do you think you are that people want to read your story? And so it really made me work harder to say, is this really entertaining? Is are people going to read this page and want to read the next page and the next page and the next page? So I, I think I worked harder at making it funny and making sure that everything in there was there for a reason. But I think when you get to the end of the book, there's no way the end of the book would make sense unless you read everything that comes before it. It kind of pulls together more and more and more. But it really was wild. My dad is uh, he'll be 94 in June. And my mom, uh, oddly enough, she's barely 40. She doesn't give out her age. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is that my parents having my parents and being able to call them up in the course of writing this and ask them, what about this? And what about this? It was really a blessing for me to get that time with them and to relive these things. And the funny thing is that, you know, I'm in my fifties now. So to have my father tell me stories that he's probably told me 10 times, 20 (laughs) times, but I never paid attention to the details and I never had to put it together. And I, it's embarrassing and humbling. I don't know why that is, but it is really true. And so I finally definitively pulled all this stuff together and I just had this kind of burden to, to get it on the page, you know? And uh, so I've, I've done that and I didn't leave too much out, but I still think that what is in there is uh, it's most of it is, is funny and nuts. And it's true. Every syllable is true. I hate when people exaggerate and say, well, it makes a story better. That's called cheating. I don't do that. Yeah. So it's all real. It's all true. Awesome. Eric, Eric Metaxas uh, with us. He hates the New York times. He's got a great <laughs> book out. It's called fish out of water. 
Uh, do you, do your mom and dad say, Hey, that's my boy right there. Uh, I know they're proud of you. No doubt. I think, um, it's hard to say my parents are, I mean, basically yes. But, uh, at, at the same time, uh, you know, they, they've seen the worst of me and continue to see the worst of me just as we do with those we love. Mm. But I, I think so. I mean, my father, it's, he's kind of funny because, I would I would ask him these questions and he would be like, well, you're not going to tell that story in the book. Are you going to you're going to write that? You know, what are people going to think? I mean, my he's got his reputation. He's all worried about at age 93 and a half. They're going to might cancel him or something. And I thought Dad, I said, Dad, I didn't plan it this way, but you are somehow the hero of this book. I mean, anybody reading this book, if they think who's the star of the show, my dad comes out. I mean, his love for me. And my mother's love for me. I mean, you can't make that up. And they weren't evangelical Christians or they weren't, you know, they were just incredibly wonderful parents. They had a lot of flaws, but I'll tell you, uh, love, uh, the love they had for me, you know, if you want to understand where you come from, that they blessed me uh, big time. And so it was really kind of, uh, it was just a joy for me to, to put that you know, between the covers of this book and just to, to, to tell their story. A lot of it is their story, frankly. Yeah. Eric Metaxas, you can find the uh, book, ericmetaxas.com and uh, also salembooks.com. And of course you have the Eric Metaxas show that you can hear uh, right here in Atlanta on uh, Faith Talk Atlanta. And um, you've had some great, great guests on. I was, as I was looking through, you've had folks like the the favorite that stuck out to us was Morgan Freeman. We're like, if we could just have Morgan Freeman on and have him just talk. I mean, I won't even ask questions. Just let him talk. I, I had President Trump on who uh, he's not as famous as Morgan Freeman, but no, I like no, of course not. Right. But uh, but uh, no, I had Morgan Freeman. They were actually I'm now doing a co-production with Morgan Freeman's production company. It's a story of uh, it's it's a documentary that we're making about the discovery of the tomb of Odysseus in Greece. Long story, but it, but oh, it's wow. it's involved with my my family's home growing up. It's it's a crazy story. But the Morgan Freeman thing, they were doing some National Geographic thing, and you know they came to New York to kind of promote it, mm-hmm. and they said no, they can't come to the radio studio, they can't do radio, but we could do TV. So I was like, okay, we'll just get the audio, we'll go do TV, and we'll get the audio and put it on the radio program. And I went there and I thought to myself. He's doing this thing on National Geographic talking about God. And I don't get the impression that he has a biblical view of things. And so I was able to kind of ask him hard questions and, you know, kind of tease him. That's my love language. I tease people. And so I said to him, "Okay, so let me get this straight. So you think reincarnation maybe happened. So 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 let me see. So if so, let's let's say, you know, you come back as a frog. Uh, (laughs) What would you need to do morally speaking to work your way up the ladder from froghood. What could a frog do? <laughs> and I don't think anybody ever challenged him with, with questions like that before, you know? Yeah. And I asked my other couple of funny questions. I mean, it's on my website, but it's, it's sort of, or on my YouTube page, I guess, but the, the radio program, we put everything on the Eric Metaxas show on YouTube so people can watch it. But that's like a couple of years back, but that's one of my favorites just because I was able to tease Morgan Freeman. And is that like, that's okay, awesome. now, you believe in reincarnation? Tell me, but what about this one? You know, what about that? It was fun. It was fun. Love it. Eric Metaxas, uh, brand new book out. It's called Fish Out of Water, A Search for the Meaning of Life. It's a it's a memoir, and you can listen to him here at Faith Talk Atlanta. Eric, we got to go to a break here in uh, just a few. Uh, whom haven't you had on your show that uh, you would love to have on? 
Are you are you kidding? You pick a name out of a hat. Paul McCartney, uh, Elton John, uh, you know, uh, it's it's really uh, there are so many people that I would love to have on. I can't even begin to, to tell you. Carol Burnett. I mean, we start oh, uh, a lot Burnett of people. Would be a, blast. Yes. a lot of people. Yeah. Love, love Carol her. Burnett. She's yeah, like, yeah. good stuff. Hey, pick up the book. Uh, go to ericmetaxas.com. Watch the YouTube. Uh, just uh, some of the stuff that he's done there. And uh, yes, he does preach. I think I saw a picture of you preaching at uh, there was a church in New Jersey, something Grove, Oak Grove. Uh, oh, man, he, that's from a few years ago. Yeah. No, I've broken it I, down. All kinds of places. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate your time. Hey, listen to the show. Check out the book. Actually, books, because he's got some great books out. EricMetaxas.com. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk. Faith Talk. 